Yo, top of the top, my good people. Welcome to Talks with Todd. I'm your host, Brandon Todd. Thank you for joining me once again. This is episode four. And um, I just want to give a special shout out to Candace Parker, man. Make sure y'all go follow and subscribe to the Purple Lotus Flower 888. She has a great podcast. She's done great interviews. And she's more so about empowering women. So make sure y'all follow her. Uh, also, I just wanted to say thank you for making that promo video for me. That was dope. For those of you that don't know, I was supposed to go live on YouTube last time. For whatever reason, the connection was going bad. So I decided to pre-record. So I'll try it again another time, maybe in another location or something. But I appreciate you, Candice. Thank you again. Um, and let's get to the topic, shall we? How did I become a cheater? Well, first, I'm going to start with my parents. And, you know, this is going to sound however, however it's going to sound to y'all, but... When you grow up without your father, but you hear stories about him being a, a rolling stone, and then your mother, you've seen your mother act like Sharon Stone on Casino, you're gonna have a different perspective about this whole men and women thing, you know, and how it's supposed to work. So that was strike one right there. Uh, strike two was, as I got older and started to realize, you know, my angle with women I, I like i said i turned into a monster before and i kind of went crazy you know trying to be <laughs> for the community if you will and you know I, I i didn't even realize i was spreading myself thin honestly and so when i ended up getting to a point where i felt like i was ready to crash and burn that's when i stopped but before i stopped i was just on go mode consistently and you know when I got married the first time right I I tried to take the, I tried to take it serious even though I was too immature too young to be married and I started off trying to be faithful I started off trying to be faithful and things just kind of kept happening that led me to cheating now the first strike was that there was a lack of respect there but there wasn't only a lack of respect there was a sense of comfortability as well because me and my first wife started off as good friends like that was the that was the homie at one point and once we started trying to take our relationship serious i think that's when things went awry and i didn't i was i was not emotionally intelligent at all okay I handled my emotions very poorly. So, obviously, the first thing to do for me was to run to another woman, you know? I said, okay, you know what, I ain't, we married, but it ain't no, it ain't no big deal, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Let me go ahead and mess with such and such, you know? I didn't think it was a big deal, you know? I, I really looked at it like it was, it was low level. It was worse things that I could do to cheat. Like, I used to justify cheating. I used to think it was okay, like, oh, you know what, long as I take long as I take care of home, who cares if I'm out doing whatever? You know, Lord Lord only Lord knows she gonna be out probably doing whatever and I'm not gonna know about it, you know, until it gets brought to my attention. So I used to be real petty about it. I used to be very immature way of thinking, or I had a very immature way of thinking. And I just kinda let that take the wheel over everything. Like, you know what, I'm still young, so what I'm married, you know. I'm going to still do me just like she's still going to do her, whether I catch her or not. You know what I'm saying? And from there, I, I kind of just snowballed every time. 
Now, the next marriage, uh, I started off again, same thing, faithful, trying to be, uh, and going into, the deeper and deeper I got into the marriage, uh, this became a, the respect factor became a bigger issue, you know, and then it was more of a, well, you, you make good money, but you don't make enough money to carry me you know what I'm saying? If I fall or whatever, you got, you got enough money to have my back, but I ain't making enough money to carry her on my back. She felt like, oh, man, you you nothing. And, you know, ironically, I kind of understand that now. But prior to me, prior now that I'm looking back on the situation, on the situation itself, it was like, well, I get that. But that should have been your your thought process prior to us getting married. You knew what I was doing. You knew how much money I was making. And then I gradually leveled up. But for some reason, it still wasn't enough. And once I realized I was being underappreciated due to me not being, due to me not having dope boy money or, or big business money, I was like, all right, bet. All right, you're not going to appreciate me? Cool. I could definitely find somebody else to do. Your replacement is a phone call away or right around the corner, whatever. And that's what started that process of me cheating. And, but, you know, the, the thing about cheating that I want people to understand is that it's, it's, it's very similar to being addicted to drugs. Once you start, it is very hard to stop. And you're going to keep going and going. There was times where I was going and going and going, asking God for forgiveness and messing with a girl the very next day, if not hours later. Or sometimes it was beforehand. I'm asking him to forgive me before I sin. <laughs> and I know I'm about to sin. I got all the power in the world to stop myself, but I'm not stopping myself because little did I realize I was unhappy, not only with who I was with, but with myself. So, and that just had a lot to do with me lacking certain achievements. I, I believed that by a certain age, I should have way more. And I still, I still feel that way. Only difference is I'm not down on myself. I'm not complaining about it. I'm not crying. I'm working. That's it. I'm working. So I don't have that mindset no more. But not. But, but prior to me getting to that set, that mindset, it was just a, it was just a, it was downhill from there, honestly, because I wasn't realizing I was unhappy. It was like I kept feeding myself that drug because, it for a minute or for a moment, I was, I felt needed. I felt needed. Somebody wanted me to come through for them and and actually want me to do something for them. And I and I was there for that. And I appreciated it. You know, I really thought I was doing something and I wasn't doing anything. Honestly, it was me feeding my ego to be to completely uh, be completely honest with y'all. That's all it was. And this is not liquor. This is orange juice. I said top of the top, not top of the tipsy. Um so yeah that's that's where that process started i did not begin to be i didn't take being faithful serious until i got into this this marriage that i'm in right now with my current wife uh, because i believe that women it, it's it's first of all unless there's a conversation it's never okay to be unfaithful and when i say a conversation there must be a conversation about where y'all stand in your relationship and how y'all should move do we have an open relationship is it okay for us to give each other hard passes? Uh, if y'all not having those conversations, then cheating is definitely wrong. 
However, I do see how people can get pushed to cheating when they are still, I guess you could say, in love or at least trying to be in love. They're trying to give, give it a chance, whether it's because of kids or it's them going off, it's going off of the, the feeling of their heart or whatever. You know, I do see how it can happen, especially if, let's say, somebody lacking something and another girl makes up for it. But that girl lacking something as well. You got another girl to make up for it. So it's almost like you creating the perfect girl in three or more women. And that's what I, that's what I was going through. I'm like, man, all five of these girls combined, or all four, however many I was messing with, they make the perfect woman because it was something I liked about all of them. So then that, that oh, man, that really gave me a, a, a sense of entitlement almost. Like, well... If I can't go to her for this and I can go to her for this and I can go to her for this, what am I doing wrong? We all utilizing each other in certain in a certain way. And I know to some of y'all that might that may sound sick. And it also may make sense. To me, it made sense at the time. But however, I was wrong because there was no conversation. Yeah, the, the chicks on the side knew about me being married, but my wives didn't know about the chicks on the side until we was done. So that wasn't really, I didn't play fair at all. And I, I regret being like that. But at the same time, I'm glad I got it out of my system. You know why? Because it, it, all of that prepped me for being in the marriage that I'm in right now. I have not cheated. I have no intentions on cheating. You know, I respect this marriage. And not only do I respect this marriage, I respect myself. So I really want people to... Put more. I'm not passing judgment on anybody that has cheated. Obviously, I've done it. But but what I want y'all to do, especially married couples, I want you to really think before you cheat. And if you really feel like you got to cheat and you want to keep that person, you please please have that conversation with them. Have that uncomfortable ass conversation with them, because if you don't, you're gonna be up shit's creek. You know, the first the first wife. I didn't have to I didn't have to go through much when we when we went through our departure except for my first heartbreak but my second marriage cost me a lot of money okay cost me a lot of money and I at one point I really hated it and then you know what I ended up telling myself B you did this shit stand on it so yeah it fall it falls on me cuz at the end of the day I chose these women I chose my last wife, which just so happens to be my kid's mother. So this is on me to an extent. And once you start taking accountability and seeing where you played a role and things going wrong, you are going to see things so much clearer. I, I bullshit y'all not. It's almost like, yeah, I messed up, but I could make up for it. And I'm, and I'm working on it every day. Every day I'm being better. You know what I'm saying? Every day I, I strive to be a better husband, uh, better parent, better everything. I strive to be better, at, even at this. This is not fake. I, I, give you the, I give you guys these episodes because I want y'all to see where I was and look at me where I am right now. That's, that's why I'm going through these, these little time capsules for y'all. So, if you're going to cheat, please have that conversation. And... If there, if there, you guys don't come to an agreement, please leave that marriage or that relationship. Now, some people tend to believe that if you, if you're not married, you're single. 
I, I feel that way to an extent as well because it all depends on it's levels to it right it's levels to relationships you got relationships where two people only see each other twice a week uh you got a relationships where somebody may see each other all week but they still live separate but when i believe once you guys decide to get a crib together not move in with one another in separate you know you leave from your house and they leave from theirs or whatever no i want you guys to come together when y'all come together and say you know what i'm about to leave my crib okay cool i'm about to leave my crib we gonna get a spot together once you do that you are on the road to marriage already okay so to an extent i do feel like depending on what level y'all on you single you single until you marry now if you are single and y'all on that home front there has to be a conversation okay I'm, I'm making this video to not only tell you my story but just to give y'all some type of awareness because cheating ain't nothing cool about cheating for real it's not you better off trying to live the poly life honestly if you want if you want to have extra people in your life but if there's no conversation there's no nobody bringing anything to your attention letting you know that you're wrong it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big problem if you messing with the wrong woman, fellas. It's gonna be a big problem. And you know what I you know what I used to justify? I used to justify my cheating with with the fact that I gave them warnings. I told my ex-wives, hey listen, you slacking on this, this, and this, you please stop it. Please work on yourself. And I see the first marriage. It just was a repeated cycle of whatever, I don't care, right? Second marriage, it was counseling involved. See, the first, first marriage, they didn't want to go to counseling because they felt like I needed all the counseling. Cool, went to counseling. Second marriage, went to counseling. Put in the work. The other, parent, the, the other party didn't want to put in their work. You see what I'm saying? And once, once the therapist got to telling, got to telling her what she needed to do to fix things or get things back on the right path because she wasn't taking accountability for anything she didn't want to go to counseling no more that's a red flag so yeah make sure <laughs> make sure you got the right person man you know that's 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 major if you don't have the right person and if you can't communicate with that person ain't nothing gonna work forget about having extra people in your life won't nothing work out so that was the start and the end of, that was the start and the finish of me cheating y'all um my i got a, i got every reason in the world to be faithful now because i know that there's nothing out there and you guys will never understand the power of not thinking with your peace until you do it it is really is is a different type of feeling man you you unlock your power when you stop being led by sex but we're gonna get into that a little later though man so, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I'm out of here. Remember that, indeed.